The Rocket Review, a streaming video podcast where consenting adults discuss sex, kink and BDSM, sexual health, sex work, and the adult entertainment industries. While our conversations are created to build understanding and share valuable information, not all views expressed reflect those of the producers, hosts, or sponsors. The Rocket Review is intended for mature audiences only. You know what? I'm just bringing her in. Here she is, gang. All the way from sunny East Coast. I didn't actually, yeah, we don't even know specifically. Uh, some undisclosed location. Lucille Ballbuster. Lucy, what's up? Not much. How are you doing today? Um, I'm hanging in there. Flagstaff is a, a an interesting t- uh, climate. Uh, we're, we're, we can be chilly in the mornings, warm up real hot during the day, and then we can get real chilly again in the evenings. And so, yeah, you're always playing the ecstasiest game here. You know, what do I put on? What do I take off? Uh, but you yeah, look comfy. Right. I mean, this is this is what I wear, you know, on average days. Right. Yeah. As as we do around the house. It lends you know. an air of authority in almost any environment, uh, whether that authority be out of fear. It's fine. Exactly. Exactly. I know I commonly just hang around the house in a full face of makeup, uh, you know, camera ready. You know, uh, I, I do. I really do. Hey, uh, I got a I got a night flirt. Uh, question for you later on in the second half when we start talking about different things like because do you do night flirt a little bit yeah a little bit yeah yeah and so yeah when we start talking industry stuff later on well well i'll bring it up again and stuff because i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about joining up there i love doing audio yeah no i've always loved doing audio so it goes back to the you know days before we streamed video Yeah, when you uh, when you got to uh, record songs off of the radio uh, over your other tapes by putting tape on that little hole, uh, and then uh, you know you'd stop at the commercials, and then and then you'd give that mixtape to someone that you liked. <laughs> so they I understand you better. <laughs> remember when they handed me the double decker boombox for the first time, and I went, "Oh, right. oh. You go from tape to tape. Oh, that's super okay. exciting. Oh my gosh, we're dating ourselves, Rocket. Okay. Yeah, or you're making the mixtape and you're trying to cut it off before the dj starts fucking talking over the song fuck that guy it's like uh well lucille ballbuster you're not unfamiliar to the show you've been here before uh we're back though to get to know you uh you you and i have talked extensively numerous times about all kinds of fucking uh, subjects which is why i gave us a topic today to, to stick to but i'm gonna start with my one of my favorite questions here at the show when did you first discover you were kinky, and then when did you start exploring it? It's not often the same point in time for people. Mm. So that that question has so many answers. So we're gonna like hit a couple of points on different areas. Um, so I I didn't know, you know, obviously what kink and BDSM was um, when you're when you're young. You know, you haven't been exposed or informed about any of those things. Um, I just knew that Barbie and Ken were in a DS dynamic. Um, and that Barbie uh, was really in charge. She, clearly, she's much larger. Um, and, and you know, G.I. Joe's ready for action, okay? So he got tied up a lot, and he had to escape several situations from very nefarious characters, in which case Barbie would save him and still be a nefarious character. Um, but then we're going to move on um, into the more realistic 
realm, uh, which was, I, I was, uh, was quite young, actually. I was, I, <laughs> okay, do as I, don't, don't do anything I say or do. Don't, don't do any of those things. Um, our, I, I was our, still in high school, technically. Stories, our personal stories are ours. And they're not to inform or or to say do right, this exactly like there is a softer, gentler path. Do that. <laughs> um, but I was uh, I was still in high school and I turned eighteen, and uh, I decided that I I knew I was an alternative sexuality lifestyle kind of girl and I wanted to get into that. Uh, so I I hit a swingers party, and that was fascinating. Let me tell you what boy are those interesting parties, and you can sure knock out some numbers in one night. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and so that was fun. Um, that was uh, a fascinating visual experience in so many and, and tactile in so many ways. Um, and then one evening I was out playing pool uh, with a friend and they mentioned that a mutual friend, somebody that I had met only online, um, was having a party. And I was like, oh, boy, well, I sure would like to get to know those people because we've been chit chatting online. And uh, from what I can tell, they sound like a lot of fun. And this individual says, well, they're having this party, so you should just come with me. I said, okay, well, I'll do that. And I thought I was going to a swingers party. Uh, so when I walked in the door and there were several of these and so many bondage straps and nipple rings, I was just completely baffled. I had no idea what was going on. Um, I made an ass out of myself, a really big <laughs> ass out of myself. This is actually as, a fabulous story, but it was a little does. long, so I can I can I cannot tell the story, um, which is a little long, uh, but a fantastic story. And somewhere there is still footage of that party somewhere on someone's tape. Um, right. Yeah. Randall. Um, <laughs> Shut up. But, yeah, so I, um, I decided to go in and kind of boss hog the party. Right. Because these poor ladies uh, were being hit by men. I needed to save them. You see. Uh, so I, I tried to do that uh, with the owner of the house. He was very understanding. <laughs> he, he was very understanding. <laughs> I'm loving this so much that oh please continue please oh no I don't want to it's oh okay. <laughs> so not my proudest moment <laughs> so we start to explore and as as we often do when we have no guidance and no and no understanding we fumble I did a lot so I mean I have I have so many similar stories but uh, it, you know, in my world, consent in, in gay leather in my day, consent consisted of you showed up and then didn't press charges later, you know, and that was that was consent. And so so a lot of mistakes can be made in that giant gaping chasm of misunderstanding and lack of negotiation and no communication. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I mean, I was I was honestly I was incredibly blessed. I was so lucky. Like that party was a transformational moment for me in life. Um, that gentleman who I stuck my finger in his chest and I told him that if he wanted to beat on a girl, he could beat on a girl closer to his own size. <laughs> he looked baffled. He looked, he looked so confused. Um, and at that particular moment, uh, his, his primary slave, uh, dove across the living room into the kitchen in between us, uh, in order to defend her master. Um, I think, I think I may have used the term Stockholm syndrome. Um, <laughs> At which point she said, well, we need to go have a chit chat. <laughs> and she pulled me out to the garage, which was the leather workshop. And at that point, I realized these people are serial killers that bring people back to their home to butcher them. Um, and she yeah, sat me so down. Pulled, and you're in the Ed Gein workshop, the whole Ed oh, Gein oh, I mean, I was just like, I was like, oh, my gosh, they like they can silence people, too. There's gags in here. I mean, I just, 
And, and she sat me down. She had like an hour and a half long conversation with me about why BDSM is transformational and how it impacts people's lives in ways that people just can't ever understand. Right. Um, and she told me her personal story, which was incredibly impactful. And uh, and at that moment, that person who I'd stuck their finger, my finger in their chest. Um, he was a hero and a gentleman and he took me under his wing and he said, look, I'm happy to like show you and educate you and help you a little bit and kind of get you on your path. And, uh, and that was just a really great place for that to happen. Um, and I was very grateful for all of that. And then I just kind of moved into the fun of it and hitting parties and understanding protocol. <laughs> right on. You begin the process of education. Once you break the seal, once you find the portal in, you know, once you find your, your gate, I don't like using that word. That's, uh, it's got some connotations surrounding it, but it's, but it's, you know, once you find your way in, however awkwardly you land, and I promise you, even people who are rather informed still, you know, uh, walk in and, and, and you make, you make the, Ooh, did I just put my foot in my mouth mistake? Yes. You just put your foot in your mouth. No worries. Look, right. kinksters, kinksters are some of the most forgiving like folk out there. Uh, when it comes to, Hey, we've been there, we've made the similar mistakes or I get it. It's easy to, to, to understand on the visual, how that looks. It's why we protect our visuals so often why we protect our spaces from un, un, unknowledgeable eyes. And uh, so it really does make so much sense that people are going to walk into that space and not be a hundred percent sure how to act because we've kind of purposely kept it a secret so that people don't walk in boss hog the space and act like they know what they're talking about. And they really do not. It has literally been, what would you estimate probably the last 30 years slowly in working up in step step increments that we have begun to become more open and available to people and approachable to people. I think professionals, I think professional doms have actually helped that side of the situation a lot more because so much, so many of us are advertising and part of advertising is explaining who we are and what we do and why we do it and, and things like that. And so, and for that purpose. Uh, and so sometimes just sheer, marketing becomes education it becomes right uh, you know, if you can take the marketing aspect and turn it into an ambassadorship then you are a person who can help vanilla people and kinky people cross that bridge and even though they may not want to play and hang out in the same spaces they can at least understand why everybody should get their own true story true story all right i've got a I've got a follow-up question for Lucille, but we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to find out what uh, Ms. Ballbuster's favorite kink is. Stay tuned, gang. Hang tight. Mistress Cyan presents DomCon New Orleans, October 27th through the 30th. DomCon is North America's largest convention for professional and lifestyle BDSM enthusiasts. Got kink? DomCon provides the largest selection of kink and BDSM education to help you take your exploration to the next level. Need gear? DomCon has a curated and exceptional collection of vendors from the wide world of adult product manufacturers. DomCon is a COVID vaccination required event inside the historic Astor Crown Plaza Hotel in the heart of the French Quarter. 
Mistress Cyan presents Domka New Orleans, October 27th through the 30th. Make your reservations today at domcon.com or email info at domcon.com. I know, you like that voiceover? Say that, guy. Oh my God, that whole clip. I was just like, oh my gosh. I, lo- I love that whole thing. That was Heavily, awesome. Yeah, you feature heavily there during the, the, the uh, uh, big photo op scene god yeah i loved your outfit that shit was tight it was like i mean quite literally tight and tight yeah no sorry i'm, I'm happy tight yeah it was like really... <laughs> anyway how much fun did we have at domcon i mean just how much fun and we, it... oh my gosh domcon is a bag of fun <laughs> whole bag you're of fun. Fun at domcon, you're doing it wrong and you need better friends <laughs> exactly exactly okay so I promised the gang before the break, one of my favorite follow-up questions is, uh, uh, personally, this is your personal side. We'll get to the pro side here in a second because it's twofold for you. What's your personal favorite kink fetish to explore? Hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So you first said, you said, well, we're going to separate this. That's really hard for me, right? So my my job is like a way for me to just be myself um, and be able to um, have people support me being myself. I don't, <clears throat> anyways, that doesn't sound very professional. So moving on. Um, but really, so my, my personal and my professional stuff is very similar, except it's kind of a matter of how much I let somebody in, right? And so the hot thing for me is when we get to the point where you're willing to tell me all the stuff that you weren't willing to tell me at the beginning, <laughs> that's the spot. <laughs> Once you're like, okay, but I'm, I'm actually into this and it's way further down the rabbit hole. I'm like, okay, great, good. I, was, I felt like the first time was a little slow. So this will give us more to work with. Um, and, and I love energy exchange and I love energy exchange in all my sessions, but very much so in personal stuff. Um, it's super important for me to be able to help people break free from a lot of their pain and their fear and their prisons that they've built for themselves. Um, and I think a lot of that's all in our head, right? And so if you're able to tear that apart and help people build things up, differently then their prison has a different aspect and now at least they're in their own instead of somebody else's and they can work on getting out of that one <laughs> well or you know hanging the appropriate apparatus and making it a play space so <laughs> hey i say turn that mental dungeon into a play space it's like <laughs> right right yeah i mean you can absolutely do that right i mean there's so many I like walk people through like meditation. Like I'm like, okay, now close your eyes. You're, you're in a nice uh, field and there's a stream, right? And there's babbling and trees and, and there's birds and birds don't hurt you. And then I fuck them up, um, which is really <laughs> I'm like, Hey, we're going to get you nice and calm. Now we're going to do some fucked up shit. <laughs> um, but it, it really, it does work. Um, it helps you like center your brain and get yourself to that nice blank, empty space, that meditative head space. So you can just kind of focus on what you're going through right then. And that becomes transformational. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> you will. So the whole first series I did last year, 12 weeks worth of transformational, how embracing your sexual shadow side, or even just your sexuality and your sexual self can be transformative can be remarkably transformed. It was for me, I'm speaking from personal experience. Uh, uh, wow, sorry, I got totally like 
caught up in the moment of, of that um, uh, uh, because it can be breathtaking. It can be, but it can be terrifying all in the same to- token. Um, we're at a day and age where we probably, you and I know for a fact, there are probably more professionally well-trained ethical practitioners out there for BDSM services than there probably ever have been, ever, uh, uh, you know, on the planet. Hence, hence conventions like DomCon. Hence, you know, the need for more education, for more. There's education going on right now this weekend in New York City, even, you know, yeah, that whole clamp, shout out mofos we know you're big shout out <laughs> it's like shoot y'all some love <laughs> i love those guys oh, i'm just no I'm, well new york yeah sorry right oh but, yeah okay okay i was like yeah no so am i but all my new yorker friends would be like right yeah, yeah go fuck okay. yourself like and that's like hi how are you <laughs> well I also like to tell everyone to, you know, that if you're a close friend of mine, if I've never flipped you off or told you to fuck off, then we're probably not really friends. <laughs> yeah, probably really friends. I've thrown a giant dildo at your head and told you to duck while you can. It's probably. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's like, it's like, although I do have a doctor's note that says I really shouldn't participate in sports that involve giant dildos flying anywhere near my face. Okay, we can throw them somewhere else. It's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm comfortable. I can find other locations. Well, I just I have some scene partners from previous uh, fisting videos that are just laughing their ass off heavily right now, going, <laughs> "Are you kidding? His favorite place to put his face is right in the middle of the toy." It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for real. A little TMJ. We're gonna work that out for you. <laughs> TMJ massage with a big dildo on the side of your face. <laughs> mushroom stamping is fun i'm like so into like weird tricks you can do with dicks (laughs) look i i've been saying this for so long and then it suddenly has become this like trending thing in like action movies it's just sex toy self-defense it's It's like have you seen have you seen everywhere everything everywhere all at once Yes, that movie was amazing i don't even watch movies and i watched that movie and that thing was fucking it was amazing You sound cut out, but it's still funny because you're doing dildo motions. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yep, no, nope. back yet. Kind of? kind of, yeah. Lord. Sure, there you go. <laughs> much fun today, and I, of course, I had to wear my sexy Bluetooth headset. And then I it is very sexy. Isn't I want to look your ears of- right now. It's also highly noise-canceling, so you can't hear the fan keeping me from dripping right now. Which means you can't hear my fan, and that was the subtle way of you telling me that. No, actually, we can't. Oh, thank God. Okay, I was like, oh my god. No, I've actually been enjoying the fucking great updraft you've been getting. You got these fun, flowing... Why is it making my hair do that? Don't do that. <laughs> well, it's like at, at, at any minute now, it's like we're going to go full screen with you and then the backup dancers will show up and, you know. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, I, do, go- I do do, um, you know, like... I mean, I don't even do like a gender. I just do fun drag performances with lots of wind. Um, And then and then like I introduce people who are actually talented. They're like this fusion between Martha Graham and Janet Jackson. You know what I mean? It's like Rhythm Nation, but with like silk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's take a commercial. And when we come back, we're actually going to start talking about uh, industry advice uh, there's there's so many new folks coming in 
and 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 that was and that was our that was our original topic for the day. But hang tight, gang. We've got uh, just a quick uh, quickie, quickie, quickie. Hey, gang. The Rocket Review is running an advertising special through the end of our season on December third, twenty twenty two. monthly gets your adult business or event, a custom 30 to 60 second ad spot featured three times weekly. That's 12 runs guaranteed. Got adult business or event promotion needs? TRR Advertising is a perfect fit. Spots are limited, so email today, rocket at therocketreview.com. My sincere apologies to Lucille for the slut shorts shot there just a second ago. <laughs> that banana clip, I'm definitely throwing some large tiltos towards your mouth now. <laughs> You're like, ah, let's take a bite out of banana right there, why don't you? <laughs> I, well, the banana became synonymous with sex ed in our generation, remember? It was like the thing we went to. And Did so you ever does. try to put the condom on an unpeeled banana? Because that was my first try. It makes it harder. <laughs> and speaking of putting a condom on an unpeeled banana, other tips we could share with professionals. Uh, <laughs> if you can't put a condom on, on an unpeeled banana, you might give it a try because it's a skill you might want to develop. Uh, no. <laughs> Well, you can also make that a subtask, right? Like line up six unpeeled bananas and you have to get condoms on all of them. And if you can't, then what are we going to do with the bananas? Like make it weird. (laughs) Make sure you get the rainbow colored condoms and say, oh, and by the way, points if it's in the flag formation. Can you remember Roy G. Biff? So, Lucille, how long now would you estimate you've been in the biz as a pro? Uh, I have been in the biz as a pro, uh, I guess, for about 16 years now. Is that, I think I think that's right. I'm, uh, I'm not going to do the math now because that would out my age. Uh, but I'm going to say it's it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a little while. It's yeah. been a minute. It's been a minute. And you've also helped. One of your big things is one of the things that attracted me to you immediately is you're big on mentoring and teaching. Um, yeah, how- like passing along the skills and the knowledge you have, right? It's going to keep other people safe and happy. It's going to make things interesting. If everybody has to reinvent the wheel, it takes a lot longer, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. just give it away, right? Just give that info away. Other people are going to reshape it into their own thing. It's going to be cool. They're not stealing your thing. It's cool. No, it, I, I applaud highly. About how many uh, uh, mentees have you uh, helped get started in the industry now in your illustrious uh you know 16 years <laughs> i don't keep count right good for you good for you great answer by the way um uh it, it i got to meet some of the folks that you've helped get going uh and are currently even helping get going uh in la um and it was it, well it was always just the resounding kind of same thing it's like that's lucy she's she's got your back period and a discussion it's like you know uh you are you know part den mom part dom mom part um you know a a noob dom trainer and hand holder and coach and cheerleader 
If I would like to place myself into the cheerleader category, most of all, uh, because most of the people, honestly, who surround me are like 100 percent amazing individuals. Right. These people have built themselves into what they are and they simply needed a little bit of understanding of how to navigate the right spaces, because every space has unique protocol. Right. And so just because you're kinky doesn't mean you know how to work the DomCon room just because you've been to another event. Um, and so it's like, hey, you know, if you're going to come into this space, you want to act appropriately. Right. You want to make sure that you're putting the right vibes out there. You want to make sure that the people that you're hanging out with are going to be people that you keep in your tribe and close to you. Um, how do you have that kind of discernment? So it's not really even that I'm like mentoring people. Right. Like I am just helping people understand that there can be a softer, gentler path, that you don't have to do the things the way I did and reinvent the wheel. And that there's so many little tips and tricks that like, if you know them in your first five years, it just makes the next five a lot easier. Um, and so I'm just all about like handing that out. What do you think is for someone just jumping in, what would you say the first most concerning thing they should, you know, focus on like is is it marketing is it so uh, people hate my answer people fucking hate my answer okay so like the first thing that you need to do before you jump into this is like assess okay you need to be like is this the path i want right because like if you're not really into this then you're going to have to figure out how you can get into this because if you can't you're going to burn out right because this is this is kind I of a lot you're doing like 12 jobs in one. You are not going to a desk, riding that desk, clocking out, going home and like picking up your hobbies. Like this, this is your hobby, right? It's, it's your gig. It's what you do. It's your passion. Now you can do it on different levels, right? You hundred percent can, but then that's part of that boundary and that assessment that you do, right? You're like, okay, so I can do this, but I can only do this two days a week. Cause otherwise it's going to drive me nuts. Cool. Now, you know that, you know, so just do it two days a week. Don't push yourself further than that. You're going to give people a short change experience. Right. Um, and then educate, 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 educate. And I don't care how you educate, right? Like people are like, oh, well, you know, I, I have to pay this lady for this class. I mean, you can pay that lady for that class. And that lady may very well have some really valuable information. And you can pay that dude for that class. And he's probably going to have some really valuable information. Or if that's not you, you can go to a munch. You can go to a munch and figure out where the skill shares are, right? Go find you a rope skill share and just see if you're into rope, if you like the way that works, if that's something you want to invest your time in, because boy, is that a time investment, right? And, and go to a flogging demo and see if you're into that. And if you like the idea of doing impact with people, go to a dungeon 101 night, right? Like see if you like fire play, if you like electro play, are you into the back bag? What do you like? What's your thing that you see and you're like, oh my God, I want to do that to somebody like that's that's the first spot truly no uh yeah well it, you started with assessment and in that assessment you're going to figure out okay what are my hot buttons and then of course and that could be your top hot button or your bottom hot button or it's just a hot button i love the fact that you and i haven't even really gotten into the oh you know my response is this way but now i'm expected to do it that way i'm glad we haven't even gotten there yet um i like to tell practitioners getting into the field do not other than your interaction with your specific clients each individually do not consider yourself constantly a dom be a sub sometimes you need to feel how some of these things work try them out a little bit even at really light super just like con contextual levels you know kind of a thing uh, uh before you start 
practicing them on other people, even if you've had great direction, you know, experience right. is really informative. And I'm going to equate that to the difference between sympathy and empathy, right? So like when you sympathize with someone, you're like, okay, like I understand you're hurting. I don't really know what that feels like, but like I'm here for you, right? But when you're empathizing with somebody, you're like, okay, you know, I've I've been down that road. I know what you're feeling right now. You may not even know what you're feeling right now. So I can help you in a way that is unique. Um, having that empathy, uh, when you're doing a scene, uh, when you're doing your wrap up, um, all that kind of stuff can be really, really critical depending on where you've taken that person. Um, and that's the other thing is, is when you're a Dom, right? Like the whole point of a scene is that it is a sideways situation that is heavily controlled and does not have X factors, right? So when you're doing something super extreme, like a CNC, um, and we spoke about that earlier about how, you know, you know, just don't, don't want to like meet somebody and just be like, Hey, we're going to do a CNC. Cause you don't, you don't really know that person on that level. Right. So it's going to be hard to like have that empathy either way on that street with that particular individual in that particular situation, if you're doing this very authentically. Right. And, and so in that situation, I feel like. I'm just going to say trust. I'm going to say trust is super, super important. And that the longer you hang out with a person, the more you can predict and trust their actions and the outcomes that are going to occur. And so that's going to reduce your X factors because your X factors aren't always out in the room, right? Sometimes the X factors are you and your partner, and you need to know how they're going to respond in those situations. Um, if you're doing a CNC and you get somebody to that point where you're like holding them over that precipice, they can't brace themselves. You are the only thing controlling that and everything goes sideways and you have no idea how to respond. You're in a big bag of trouble. Um, big, big bag of trouble. Right. You're going to have somebody who is going to explode on you with what they are feeling inside because you're not able to help them walk through that path in a constructive way. So it's going to be an explosive outward of energy. And it doesn't matter if it happens in the play space later when they're alone with you, any of that, it's going to happen. Right. And they're not going to know how to deal it with that and manage it. And, and kind of one of our jobs is to help people in those situations. Right. Um, when you're facing like possibly a past trauma uh, and you're working through those traumas with a professional, um, then you really need to be making sure that you're doing things like way above board. Right. And, and not only that, this is going to sound crazy. We did talk about this quite a bit at DomCon, so maybe it won't sound too crazy, but mm -hmm get their therapist on board. Okay. So like, mm -hmm. just, just be like, Hey, so like you said you're doing some self work and I think that's super awesome. And that you have a professional in the field. I'm also a professional in the field. Is your professional aware of any of your kinks or your interests? Do you think you would be comfortable bringing that up in a session and having a discussion with them about how we could work all together in conjunction in order to help me address some of these issues in the best way possible? Because the other reality is, is I'm a professional in my field, but I'm not a professional in the mental health care field, right? Now, I have a lot of insights that does not make me a professional in the mental health care field. So I would never want to say that I am, and I would never ever want to override anyone's therapy or boundaries or the way that they're trying to go in their head to reach their 
I don't need, I mean, you can't say process, right? Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes you're kind of a wingman on that, right? Like a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, it's all about me. And it is kind of all about you, right? It's kind of all about you because when you make it all about you, it's no longer all about them. And it's easier for them to process their bullshit without them being in control of it. Truly, truly. Uh, we're in an age where, and I'm really glad that you circled into trauma. Uh, this week's uh, guest interview that drops is with uh, uh, Andrew Perry, uh, whom you may have came a- come across at DomCon. Uh, uh, his partner in life was there as co-authors of the book Women in Kink. Uh, but he is a trauma specialist, sexual uh, assault trauma specialist, in fact. And he uh, joined the show for an hour and we'll be coming back more and more and more uh, because well because we are talking about the emergence of sex aware and sex positive therapists uh uh, the days of the freudian approach to therapy across the board is really quite dried up and moving into the 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 hindsight uh we have a whole new crop of humanists who get it and they understand and they want to get it even more uh they're joining organizations like asect which is the american association of sex educators counselors and therapists uh you can go there asect.org in fact and you can find sex aware and kink aware counselors uh who can help you and they're in your network even, I'm yeah. going to need that link because that is an extra resource for me to put in my bag. NCSF.org also does some cool stuff with the Kink Aware Professionals directory, but that sounds super useful. I would really well, love that link. Thank and if you. you are, well, and if you are a professional in the industry and you're an adult entertainer in the industry, many of us are crossovers. You know, I'm a pro on both sides, <laughs> kind of a situation. Uh, pineapple support is also out there as well for people who are in the sex work industry and in the adult entertainment industry. You can reach out through Pineapple Support. They're totally going to get it. You're not going to get any kind of judgment. You're going to be able to say, wow, man, I had a three-client day, and the last one just took it the hell out of me and has triggered you know, some stuff. I mean, any kind of scenario can happen and whatnot. Reach out Pineapple Support as well. Uh, their That's game. awesome. There's also Red Umbrella. Um, and I'm sure there's other like local, like there's a boots on the ground organization in DC, which is where I'm based, uh, called hips, which is really amazing. They work with, um, they work with a lot of different genres, but they do, um, addiction outreach. They do street outreach and they also do like all sorts of testing and things like that for just anybody who walks in and says, you know, I'm high risk, you know, I work in the worker category, whatever they're willing to offer you resources as well. And that's all really cool stuff. A lot of times Planned Parenthood will hook you up. Now, I don't know with their funding and all that kind of stuff with all the fun things we're facing, but it used to be back in the day when I was starting up, you know, I was looking for, you know, how do I keep my dungeon safe and clean? And, uh, I'd go into Planned Parenthood and I'd tell them, you know, I'm a dominatrix. They'd give me like a thousand condoms, maybe 10,000, like a box of condoms, a box of dental dams, a box of lube packets. They'd be like, here, you know, be safe, do what you got to do to keep. And I just thought that was super cool. Right. Very supportive. You know, we're adding into those packs now. Fentanyl test strips. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Actually, that's good. You know, and throw some Narcan in there. That stuff's expensive, but hey, it can save a life. For real. Yeah. uh, uh, Because... Uh, yeah, it's making its way into goddamn everything, and it's right. killing folks instantly. This shit is no joke, gang. Be very careful 
with your unregulated, you know, party uh, disco pharmaceuticals, as I like to refer to them, you know, be careful. Uh, uh, if you can get your hands on them, get get fentanyl test strips. Um, I'm about to get my hands on a cash as well and would be happy to send them out to different folks uh, and, and the, in need. So, yeah, and, uh, and hopefully it's going to get to a point where I'm always carrying some and so if you see me and need one or two or whatever like here have them uh, uh because uh harm reduction is a huge situation right now creating um a, a safe use spaces where someone if inadvertently if they od doesn't die while they may be you know mired down in the in the uh, uh issue of addiction it's like right. good god why why die before you have the chance to possibly move past that and and stuff and so yeah no 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 this is this is a huge uh, uh, issue especially in especially in the gay cis gay male uh, world it is a huge huge I mean, issue it really is everywhere okay so so a lot of the people that I talk to and mentor and assist and give advice to are significantly younger than I am um, and a lot of them attend festivals and raves and things like that because they're quite commonplace it's no longer like oh you're a raver it's like everybody. <laughs> Everybody just kind of goes and does those things, right? right. Um, and uh, and so so if you, you do go do those things, um, if you are a person who enjoys attending festivals, things like that, most responsible festivals will have a testing station. So when you purchase or obtain whatever it is that you're planning on consuming in order to make your night better, go ahead and buy double, right? And take it over to that test station, and you give them one of those, and they're going to test it, and they're going to tell you exactly what products are inside of your tablet, powder, whatever it is. And then you can make the determination on whether or not that is a substance you want to place inside your body. And if it's not, you can give it to them. They have safe disposal. So you're not flushing it down the toilet, making the water system weird and stuff. Right. Um, and, uh, and then you just go find, find somebody who maybe has uh, you know, a more ethical product and, uh, and go, right. go do that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This look, man, I, I, people confuse me a lot. They're like, Oh, you're a prohibitionist. I'm like, no, yeah. I want to decriminalize. I want it regulated. I want you to be able to go into a dispensary and say, Ooh, what crop of mushrooms, which bog did those come out of, you know, or, you know, I'm a treatment based psilocybin user. This is well on the record about it. It has literally saved my life. Uh, working through uh, PTSD-related depression. Uh, mm -hmm. And so, no, I, I mean, I am never going to tell anybody, don't do the thing that might make you happy. Uh, what I'm saying if it becomes a problem for you, there's support, there's, there's resources, there's ways to get out of the cycle because it becomes right. a Anytime cycle. Anytime you start facing consequences you don't want to have to deal with, there's usually somebody you can pick up the phone and call and say, man, like, I think I fucked up and they'll help hold you accountable and hopefully in a loving way. Right. Exactly. Hey, and well, and this is the other thing, too. And this is one that Sean, Sean Paul Mahoney was recently in. And we discussed that there are so many alternatives to like um, the anonymous series of different like 12 step kind of, of, of stuff. There's so many different like availabilities out there now. Uh, uh, I know for a fact in places even like Phoenix, Arizona, there are uh, support groups that are similar to 12-step that are that are focused specifically at kinky gay men. Okay? So, I mean, like, they're out there. Well, because gay men in particular – well, sec chem sex 
it's a thing. It's a fetish. It's in the world out there. That, you know, we we talk about it here on the show. Uh, um, so when you mix sex and you mix your your disco pharmaceuticals together, not just oot 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 oot, you know, having a good time. When you mix your fun fun and your fun fun, <laughs> you've got a recipe for some serious uh, issues if it becomes a monkey on your back. X factor. X factor. Exactly. X factors. I try to eliminate them. <laughs> I, I'm personally not a fan. I I don't allow it in my dungeon professionally. Uh, uh, kind of a right. situation. I, I need you sober. I need you engaged. Um, right. I even uh, now, with the exception of, of a rare few things like uh, some inhalants. If it's we, if you are physically able to do it, what's your blood pressure? Blah blah blah. How's your you know? How's your ticker? Right. You know, kind of a thing. All those health questions are super important for so many yeah. reasons. Did you take a Viagra before this session? Yeah, no. Right. Yeah, no inhalants for you. That's a huge one, gang. I know. Uh, Why do people not understand that? If you're going to be on a medication that's going to alter your blood pressure, don't do that. You can't do. Yeah, no, 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 huffy puffy. Sorry, gang. No, no gas nope. masky time. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, unless you're gonna, unless you're doing a little, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, breath control stuff. Sure, 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 sure. But nope, 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 nope. Oh, you and I could literally just fucking go on for days. I know. And... We really should just live closer. It would it would make you chat easier. Closer. <laughs> I, I know, but I don't I've never lived back I've never lived east. I've never lived oh. further east than uh, Dallas. That's about as I don't know that Dallas is the best. Okay. I know, right. <laughs> I mean, I've been to Atlanta. I've been to Tallahassee. Yeah, like hanging out in like the stockyards, stockyards. In which case, it's okay there. <laughs> well, the the former stockyards are actually and well, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm yeah, talking about. the former stockyards are a riot. I highly recommend. Uh, five stars, Dallas, uh, Oakland. If you want to go to the neighborhood, if you're in for more music and vibe and environment, go to Deep Elm. It's like go up and down deep down. Yeah. It's like, so, you know, there you go. but I, did, I actually, I did spend a lot of time outside of um, Austin when I was in Texas. Uh, I went to a couple of other cities and I realized very quickly that um, Austin was different than the other cities in Texas. <laughs> I often refer to it as Austin, oddly enough, is the more like hippie, you know, artsy area. 100%. Because of UT, right? It's all of the college students. It keeps it nice and liberal and hip and funky. And uh, I think it was Rick Perry that called Austin the blueberry in the tomato soup. We ruined (sighs) Texas's red. (laughs) Proud blueberry. I'm a blueberry. Hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) That might might have something to do with all of that uh, uh, mini Silicon Valley they got going on just north of there in Pflugerville and stuff. But okay, see, let's see. Shout, Shout out San Marcos. Shout out uh, uh, to my... San Marcos is really Oh, Hippie Hollow, baby. Hippie Hollow. Oh, yeah, right. Hippie Hollow is fun. Yeah. I got my Prince Albert uh, by an expert body piercer at, at uh, in San Marcos. Oh, yeah. Shout oh, out. Okay. I thought you were going to say at Hippie Hollow. I was like, man, I bet that beach was packed. <laughs> That is not a that is not a sanitary surgical though. environment and be yeah. very kinky. It's dirty. But it would dirty. Be kinky. 
it is dirty. But yeah, Hippie Hollow Gang, in case you're wondering, if you're in Texas and you're looking for a place to go get naked in the sunshine, it's like one of the only places there that they'll ever even allow it. It's a whole long story. There was a story. while it was a little um, – just, just Google it online. Make sure that – Google it online. Oh, you can put it in your uh, maps. Somebody dropped a pin on it years ago, and it'll oh, actually no, I show know. I'm just saying um, – so for a little while, they were having a few issues on Hippie Hollow Beach. Oh, um, no. So you may just want to check and make sure that everything is still A-OK. Yeah, what Lucy says. Follow that. I, I got to be honest. I rarely keep up with Texas news. Right. It, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do really I do good. enjoy going to visit Texas every now and then. Uh, some of the people there are fucking amazing. Right. Like, um, oh, man, I just I have some really uh, people who are super close to my heart in Texas. Um, but then the other reality is, is my whole life is here now. Right. Like I, I used to have family and the like in Texas. Well, I moved here because my family had moved here. So there's not a lot of reasons for me to go back there at this point, um, other than to play and have fun, which I do occasionally, but I also just travel an exorbitant amount already. So I can't be there all the time. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, Hey, quickly for the gang, where can they see Lucy Ballbuster in the next couple of weeks or so? That's a great question. And you should have asked me to look at my calendar before the show. Fabulous. Okay. I can do that in just a moment, but what we should do is we definitely do have to give some of these new individuals, some of the like ways that they can like retain and, and garner people who are good for them. Right. Because I think that is super important. So I'm it is true. It is true. Uh, uh, one of the one of the biggest issues with folks getting into pro uh, sex work is uh, building a clientele. Uh, it's just right. like it's like being a hairdresser. It's like being any kind of practitioner of things. Maybe right. a body waxer. And that's or a like the therapist. top question, right? People are always like, "Well, how do I get like the clients I want?" Right? There, there is a couple ways you can get the clients you want, as opposed to the clients who want you. Right? So if you brand yourself right. That that is like half the battle right there. So many people just think, oh, okay, well, this is what I saw somebody else do. So that's the thing I should probably do. So I'm gonna do that. Don't right. do that. Don't do that. That's 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 their brand, right? And they're doing that because that's what they're looking for, right? And so if you're posting pictures of you with electro gear because you saw somebody else do a picture of that, but you're not into electro play, I really hate to break it to you, but you're about to be doing a bunch of stuff you don't like. <laughs> no, exactly. So, so if you're into something, take pictures with that, right? If you're like, man, I like love flogging, like take tons of flogger pictures pictures take fast action pictures of you flogging and gift them together and turn them into memes i don't care but like make sure that what you're putting out there is what you want back right because it's just like the law of attraction right whatever energy you are putting out into the universe is the energy that is going to be magnetized to you so try to have it be positive and try to have it be based around something that you enjoy so that you're not attracting the stuff that you don't really want true story quick note on flogging or impact uh, videos online for commercial use. Do not actually show the strike. Show the swing, the setup, the... You can even show it resting on them, but you can't show the actual point of strike in a, like a video, kind of. I found that out the hard way. That's... 
Okay, that's fascinating. Um, and then what I will also say then is if you do an online um, impact course, uh, since you can't see that other end, I recommend you go ahead and head to a Skillshare uh, where you can just back that up with a little bit of like in-person watching where those hits land, right? You want to make sure you're not hitting spinal columns, organs, things like that. In a private, go ahead and get yourself a copy of Grey's Anatomy, right? And go ahead and draw the areas on the human body that you can like hit, right? And they have these really cool guides, right? And they're like color-coded and they will tell you which parts of the body are like primed to be hit and which ones not so much and which ones are that, eh, like wait until you've been doing this for a little while so that you know that level where you can hit that. Um, kind of thing. That's all just like super important info to have. If you accidentally single tail somebody in their elbow, they're going to be pissed off. Yeah. Well, perhaps picking up the single tail is your first choice of, of implement to learn might not be a great idea. S- uh, single tails are by edge nature. Play. Yeah. They're edge play. You they're edge quite, play. If you're doing it right, you're, Gonna break so the here's skin. the best single tail fuck up story I've ever heard. Okay, this was passed along to me by one of my amazing people here locally who saw this actually all the way in California and said it was an accomplished top and an accomplished bottom, right? And at that particular moment, that bottom felt the need to look behind them. They didn't have that 100% trust, right? And they went ahead and they did a little peek and they lost their eye. Be real careful, folks. See, gang, you think I'm joking when I post it like, stop laughing. That man could have lost his eye in the first swing. I'm not kidding. 100%. When, when I see 100%. inaccomplished people doing ball busting, doing single tails, things like that, I start to get real upset, right? Because those are edge play. Okay. People, people will be like, that's so weird. I haven't really seen you teach a ball busting class. I'm like, I don't do that for free. They're like, why not? And I'm like, it's not that I don't want to pass along valuable knowledge. I 100% do. I just want you to understand how much value the knowledge that I'm passing on to you has. And if you haven't paid anything, if you haven't offered anything, if there has been no sacrifice on your end, there's no value to you, right? So it's just as easy for you to absorb that and dump that information. If I'm teaching you how to do a saline infusion so that you don't rupture somebody's testicles and you forget that step, we have a problem. Oh my gosh, we should totally talk saline sometime. Uh, uh, saline is kind of a gateway to the body mod world. No, I find so many guys, yeah, get that they're like, oh, I started with saline and then I went to pumping, and I'm like, ah, okay, what's next? Oh, I'm looking into cosmetic silicone enhancements of my testes, and I'm like, okay, now I'm leaning in. You motherfuckers are. Oh, I love it. It's just, it's wild. It's a, it's a brand new, well, we have so many more ethical surgeons now. We're able to look at and understand it, uh, understand body modification in a different way than we did psychologically. Um, uh, 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 In many uh, instances for, oh, did it drop again? You're back. It's okay. Being ridiculous. I think we're having bandwidth. Oh, we could go on and on and on about that. No, okay, so one of my things that I find, especially with client retention, also has to do with how you even begin, how you even view your relationship and your dynamic with your your submissive uh, and your your client yeah. coming in. No, no, uh, that's part of the brand you might be a, thing, though, right? 
And that's part of the assessment thing too, right? Like, because there are different clients out there, right? And there's different doms out there, which is awesome because that means we all get to find safe spaces. So there's going to be people who are like, you know, I just, I can't see you. You're just like, you're real nice. And it's like, oh, okay. Like you're just looking for someone who doesn't have the niceties, right? right. Okay, great. You're going to be able to find that. You're, you're too out there. You've got too much going on. I like it simple. Okay, great. There's, there's totally people who can do that for you too. Right. Um, and it doesn't mean that you have to compromise what you're doing. It means that you can like flex, right. You can be like, okay, well I can pull that back. I can do that. All that feedback and that communication, that trust is really important. Like you said, the way you walk into it, um, the things that you kind of see, I don't, I don't really walk into it with expectations. People are like, well, what do you, what do you want from your submissives? And like, I want you to be the best you you can be. I want to get you into like, okay, so what's like the starting thing. Okay. So, so you're kind of like wearing a little pig snout. Sweet. We're going to take that like really hardcore. <laughs> and, and that's what I do. Right. Like, it's not that I'm going to transform you into something you don't want to be because right. you're going to be shitty at being that. And I have high standards. <laughs> so I'm going to transform you into what you do want to be. But the next level that you would probably have a really hard time achieving on your own. And I'm going to put you there and that's going to be awesome. We're going to feel real good about it. <laughs> your audio. I don't like your audio. I can't hear you. Can I punish you for this? Oh, I shouldn't have said that. La, 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 la. Ah. Yeah. Oh, that was very. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to get wrapped up today. We have chewed, we've chewed up an hour. Great. Just deliciously. Uh, uh, my, like I said, my last bit, if you would like, I did do, um, some notes for the podcast and I'm happy to shoot that information to you and you can post that out. So that if anybody was hoping to fund some of that, they can. Yes, absolutely. Watch for a post imminently after the show. Uh, my guest today is Lucy Ballbuster. Find her at Lucy Ballbuster on Twitter. And then you will find her link tree, which will take you to all her dirty, dirty places. All where where she keeps all of her wares, and <laughs> my wares. Also follow her Twitter because you're going to be able to find out where you could go meet Lucy Ballbuster coming up in the right. Oh, Rubberball coming up. Jean Bardot's Rubberball. I'm so excited, you guys. I'm so excited. I am going to be wearing amazing lace. There's going to be so much rubber. I'm just going to squeak on everybody. Squeaky, 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 squeaky. Who's squeaky, shining? Squeaky. Well, you guys catch a glimpse of Jean Bardot in that commercial for DomCon. She's right there I know, on the I red. I saw that. Her with Goddess Phoenix, two amazing human beings, right? Two really for awesome, real. for real. Yeah, they're both they're both uh, right there in the hierarchy of my you know dream interview list. It's like, ooh, let's get you ladies in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jean Bardot's Rubber Ball. Uh, that sounds like fantastic. That's in Minneapolis. Yes, I've never been, so I'm I'm real excited. <laughs> I. I think I'm not it's cool, gonna be. But I'm excited. I, no, no, no. I think it's gonna be too fun. My gang in Minneapolis, you get that. Get your gear seasoned. Get it uh, all conditioned. You know, hung and ready to go. And uh, and yeah, hung and ready to go. And there's like really? a dinner, and then there's a pre-party. It's like a whole weekend-long thing. It sounds awesome. I'm really excited. Jean Bardot is one hell of a smart entrepreneur and an event promoter. I, yeah, I look forward to, to getting to interview her in the future. Rubber All right, Lucy, 
rubber ball tastic. Lucy Ballbuster at Lucy Ballbuster on Twitter. Go find her. Hang tight in the green room because I got a chitty chat with you some more. But I'm going to wrap this little bad boy up today. Well, here I am from my hiatus in parts undisclosed. Now I'm at home. It's a staycation, and uh, and I'm having a wonderful time at it. Um, I had this like you know like thing I was going to talk about and da 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 da, and and I don't want to. We really kind of we got over it. We we already did talk about it. Stay tuned for those notes uh, on that fantastic uh, 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 bit of advice uh, that's going to be coming from Lucy. Um, and then stay tuned this week, Tuesday, the drop is going to uh, be my in-depth interview with Andrew, a uh, sex assault trauma specialist of some 25 years. He's extraordinarily learned. We go through probably five major resource outlets links there in the interview uh for everyone uh to to go through uh it'll be dropping on the podcast it'll be dropping and airing via all of the platforms 10 a.m pacific standard time tuesday stay tuned for that uh that's it for me uh this week gang uh uh we'll be back to game streams tuesday uh and then we're going to be pre-recorded again through next weekend including next week's show is an incredible once in a lifetime opportunity, I got to produce an interview with Darius Wolf and uh, Portia Lynn, the legendary Portia Lynn, uh, adult entertainer and owner of Den and, of Indomitus. I sat those two down, and because they're longtime friends, know each other quite well, I sat them both down, and they gave one of the most incredible interviews. I've ever taken. Uh, and so that airs on the 30th while I and my husband are going to be in San Diego enjoying a family uh, event uh, and stuff. Y'all get to enjoy. So you won't even know I'm gone. You won't even fucking know I'm gone. Enjoy it. So going back to hiatus now, but uh, after a, a quick note from our friends at Rocky Mountain Leather Alliance. August 27th and 28th, it's Back Alley Denver, brought to you by Rocky Mountain Leather Alliance and Trade. Open to all kinksters and BDSM enthusiasts, 21 plus. This event is sponsored in part by... Gym Support, since 1999. When you need it hung rock solid, gymsupport.com. Makers of platinum-grade silicone sex toys to keep your holes happy, it's MrHankeysToys.com. Cleveland Leather Annual Weekend. Find out more at ClawInfo.org. Back Alley Denver, August 27th and 28th, brought to you by Rocky Mountain Leather Alliance and Trade. All right, you ridiculous miscreants. Please, 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 if you can't be good, be fucking good at it. Thank you for listening to The Rocket Review. If you would like to be a guest or have your adult industry business featured on TRR, please email rocket at therocketreview.com. TRR is a production of Whole Punch Media and is supported through corporate sponsorships and subscribers like you. Remember, gang, if you can't be good, be damn good at it.